Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Do you need heavy equipment or farm equipment? Look no further than Southern Equipment and Parts in Laurel. We have a wide selection of new and used equipment from many top brands. We also offer parts, service, and rentals. Whether you're a contractor, farmer, or just need help around the house, we have what you need. Southern Equipment is your one-stop shop for all farm and heavy equipment. Visit us at 5237 Highway 84 West and southernequipparts.com or call 601-651-4555. Or free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Game week on the Eagle Hour. Football season is here. About 130 hours away from kickoff. 6 p.m. this coming Saturday. College football's back. We're happy to have you on the Eagle Hour today. Luke Johnson, Kelly Sander, Michael Mergens from the Southern Bancor Studios in Hattiesburg and downtown Laurel. A little later, we will be talking to Bill Blackwell, the uh, Chief Operating Officer of the Mississippi Sports Hall of Fame. Get a little preseason Connerly Trophy predictions and outlook. Uh, Nathan Lee, the intern here at Super Talk, will let you know later in the program how you could possibly win some tickets to Southern Miss football. But Kelly Sander, we made it. It is game week. And, you know, some of the games have already been played. I mean, the zero week that they call it, there was some Conference USA action. And y'all forgive me, I watched some Conference USA football. I'm sorry. Now, there wasn't a whole lot else on, right? But North Texas upended UTEP. Beat them pretty badly. That kind of surprised me. That's what CUSA wants. They hope that there's nothing else on. You don't have a choice. (laughs) Yeah, their ratings were through the roof. Yeah, they were. I'll say that. Vanderbilt. How about what Vanderbilt did to Hawaii? Uh, I couldn't watch it. I don't. I don't get CBS Sports Network or, or anything. So and, was, and I was thankful because that was one of the eighteen stations I would have to watch Conference USA TV on. Well, so actually, it's just ESPN Plus. I was in Daytona Beach at the races, and you know, you're scrolling through. You got BN, you know, TV or or Facebook TV. All all these booming networks that Southern Miss and Conference USA used to be on, but uh, I guess. How are the Eagles looking now, Luke, as we as we head into game one? We've got a guest that probably might know. Absolutely. David Eckert from the Hattiesburg American joins us every Monday, as he will, uh, throughout football season. And, uh, and David, you've made it in the humidity and the heat. Uh, this is normal Mississippi weather now. <laughs> it's, it's game week. What's been the vibe around campus in the weekend and even today? Yeah, so I, I, I am grateful to have something to write about. So I'm excited. But, yeah, the vibe has been, it's been good. I think, you know, when, when you look at, at practice and just how they're looking, it, it has seemed like it's uh, like they're getting, getting sharper, which is, you know, pretty much all you can ask for, right? Like it's, it's hard to know um, just how good they are when they're playing against each other. But you want to see well-played football, and I think we've seen that. Um, Last week, uh, 
they dialed it way back from a contact standpoint. Um, they started, you know, looking at Liberty, doing some scout work. Um, you know, it was mostly mental reps. Um, so, yeah, we don't uh, – they, they don't practice today. We'll get in there tomorrow and Wednesday. They, they have it open, and we'll get in and see how they're looking. But I think the last couple weeks have been, uh, have been positive returns. Will Hall said uh, over the weekend that this team was going to be a whole lot better in December than they are now, which probably a true statement, but you just wonder how good they are right now. You know, you look at, I think the lines right now, Liberty at three and a half point favorite. The over unders right at 50. I think it's at 49 and a half. Tell us kind of, you know, as, as we approach this week, uh, the, the, maybe on, on each side, something that you think are, is in the Eagles' favor as you look at this matchup, but something that could be real dangerous uh, for the Eagles that they might get hit with in this matchup. Sure. So I think if you look at, if you look at the offensive side of the ball, I mean, you've got to like the weapons that Southern Miss has, right? Um, you know, guys like Jason Brownlee, um, Jacarius Caston, I think, is a very popular breakout pick. Um, you know, Brandon Hayes. And then that running back room is, is, you know, there's a lot of talent there as well. I think those are guys that can make plays and, and, and will make plays if they're put in a position to, if they're given the platform to do so by the offensive line and by the quarterback play. Um, so that's, to me, is kind of the story on, on, on offense. And then on defense, um, you know, the, the secondary, obviously, I think is going to be the, 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 the common answer, right? The, you know, it's, it's, it's a veteran, it's experienced, it's been successful. Um, you know that you have kind of that bedrock there. Um, but then, you know, when you look for a question mark, it's okay. What is, what does the front seven look like? Um, you, you know, what, what it more, more accurately, I guess, what does the front look like? Because there's a lot of new names there. Um, are the transfer additions going to be able to, to step up and make an impact? Um, so on defense, that's probably the question that I have. And then on offense, you know, kind of circling back, right? I mean, what, what is the offensive line going to look like? Is Ty Keyes ready for this? Um, so I think there's a few questions, but you know, there's, there's definitely some tools in the, in the Southern Miss belt. I think they are not going into this thing empty handed by any means. Well, did when when Brewer was named the starting quarterback by the Flames uh, last week, you know the, the the spread was like at that three and a half. But a lot of the betting services, once Brewer was named the quarterback, they pulled it off the board. And and so if you didn't have any money on the game with some of those betting services, it's too late. Now, what I read into that, and I, and this is what I want you to comment on. What I read into that is that these odds makers thinks that that Brewer is a big enough decision-maker that they can't call it, which is good news for Liberty and bad news for Southern Miss. What say you that the oddsmakers have, many of them have pulled this game off the board? Well, you know, if, if you're looking at, I guess, that dynamic from, from the, the, the sports book's perspective, right, I think that's kind of a common situation right where you get new information that can swing the spread in one way or another it's kind of like i think it's kind of common practice for them to take a minute and say okay how do we react to this information um you know you do wonder if maybe they were not expecting charlie brewer to win that job um i don't know um but look uh i think charlie brewer 
Um, and, and this might not be a, a good thing for Southern Miss, I guess, but if, if you're Liberty and you're trying to win a season opening road game, um, you know, after you've had a ton of turnover, you've lost the majority of your starters on both sides of the ball. I think Charlie Brewer is probably a pretty good guy to do that with, you know, um, just the experience. Um, he's not going to lose you this game. Um, so I think that's kind of my read on that dynamic is I don't necessarily know that he's going to throw for 500 yards, but he's a steady hand. Um, and, you know, the, Southern Miss is probably going to have to force some turnovers to win this game. Will Hall yeah. kind of said that, uh, kind of said that today on the Sunbelt Media Conference. Um, I asked him what the pathway was to, to winning, and that was one of the items. So, uh, if they're going to, if they're going to be forcing turnovers, they're, they're going to be doing it against a guy who's experienced and will know what he's looking at, and I think that's tough. Well, I want to throw this out for for all of us to discuss. The importance of opening day, whether it's baseball, it doesn't matter the sport. Opening day, it is pivotal that a team, particularly with a fan base that, to be honest, has been fickle over the years, the Southern Miss fan base, it's so important to me that the Eagles play well, really well on Saturday, because if they drop this one, which, look, Liberty's, you know, not your typical opening day team. You go to Miami the week after that, and you know how some people are. The Eagles start out 0-2 and, and oh, here we go again. You know, yeah. so the importance of the first game, your thoughts. Yeah, I, I think that's exactly right, and, and it's going to either get momentum or at least give you a little momentum. This game is going to determine whether the Eagles win five or seven games to me. What do you think about that, David? Yeah, that's uh... – I don't, I don't totally disagree with that, right? I think I have them going one and three to start, full disclosure. Um, I think if you get this or the two-lane game, I think that's a big bonus, and you go into Sunbelt play thinking, okay, you know, we're, we're on the warpath here. We can, we can get to six. Um, so, you know, I, I, I think that's a solid read. Um, but I, I really agree, again, and you guys are probably more equipped speak on it than I am just, you know, having been down here so, so little time, but it does feel like the kind of game that can spark something if you win it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I've, I've seen that, you know, a handful of times up in my time covering Penn State. Uh, you know, there are games that it just kind of, it just kind of feels that way. And beating a team that's 26 and 11 over the last, uh, last three years is, I think, applies and, and look they've lost a ton of a ton of a ton of pieces this is not a sure thing by any means they might turn out to, to be lousy this year but that's not going to matter if southern miss wins this game because the the good feelings and the positive vibes that it would create for a program that's trying to be to trying to rebuild and trying to rebrand yeah. itself would be really valuable totally agree hey about about 15 seconds any depth chart surprises you think on wednesday I don't think so. I think it's going to be be pretty consistent with uh, what you guys saw this spring. Good stuff. David, thanks for your time, man. We'll talk to you next week, hopefully after an Eagle win. All right. Sounds good, guys. Thank you. Da- David Eckerd, beat writer for Southern Miss for the Hattiesburg American. We'll step aside. We'll talk a little Connerly Trophy preseason outlook with Bill Blackwell from the Mississippi Sports Hall of Fame. Eagle Hour continues on Monday right after this.
Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Thanks to David Eckert of the Hattiesburg American joining us. Getting ready for Liberty coming to the Rock this weekend. We've made it. You've made it. Football season is here. Talk a little bit more about that game coming up in the third segment as well as an opportunity for you to win football tickets uh, to see the Golden Eagles play this year. That first segment was brought to you by Dickie's Barbecue, located in a community near you. This second segment brought to you by Campus Bookmark on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. It's game week. Get all the Golden Eagle swag you need at Campus Bookmark, and you can also shop anywhere, even from your own home, 24-7, campusbookmark.net. Well, a lot of good football to be played in Mississippi this year. We hope the Golden Eagles uh, will have several in consideration about our next topic. Go ahead and talk a little Connerly Trophy uh, preseason uh, stuff. And happy to have Mr. Bill Blackwell of the Mississippi Sports Hall of Fame joining us. And, Mr. Blackwell, thanks for your time today, sir. Oh, you're welcome, and uh, thank you for uh, allowing us to come on here. We are... Uh, uh, Certainly excited about the competition this year for uh, uh, the 27th Connerly Trophy and looking forward to a great football season. Yeah, I feel like the, the Connerly is one of those those things you start looking up, you know, in October and November and you're seeing how stats are going. And, uh, and and it's one of those things all of a sudden, oh, wow, we're here for, for Connerly presentation. But wanted to bring you on today and, you know, with with the excitement of the preseason, there, there could be possibly several Golden Eagles in the conversation here. Before we get into that, I just kind of remind our, our listeners kind of the background and history of the Connerly Trophy. Well, the Connerly Trophy was started back in 1996, the first year that we opened the uh, building here in Jackson. And uh, my predecessors were looking for uh, uh, sponsoring of an award that would uh, honor the best, uh, most outstanding football player in the state that particular year and uh, chose Charlie Connerly as the... Uh, uh, person to represent for that. Charlie, as many people are aware, was born in Clarksdale and uh, uh, played at Ole Miss, uh, was a war hero, uh, was an NFL uh, all-star and uh, most valuable player, and uh, uh, just was a great person. And uh, Charlie and his wife, uh, Perry Ann, uh, uh, always represented well. Uh, the first couple of years, they got some of his former teammates, uh, guys like Frank Gifford and Pat Summerall uh, and Kyle Rote to come in and speak at the banquet. And uh, uh, over the years, over the course of the 27 years, there have been some big-name winners uh, uh, as far as uh, who walked out with the award. Uh, this is... Uh, the, each of the schools that play football in the state uh, nominates the player they think best represents them. Then there is a media vote to uh, uh, select uh, the winners. And as you say, uh, there are plenty of people from uh, Southern Miss that could be in consideration this year. And the watch list that we're putting out is to get uh, people just to be aware of what's going on. Some of the past winners of the uh, Connerly Award include guys like uh, Deuce McAllister and Eli Manning. Uh, there are uh, uh, 
some great names on that list, Dak Prescott, uh, uh, that have gone on and uh, succeeded very well at the NFL levels uh, this year for uh, Southern Miss in a new conference and uh, second year of Will Hall's uh, leading the uh, football team. Um, the guy that was your nominee last year, Malik Shorts, is returning. Uh, quarterback uh, Ty Keys hopefully will stay healthy this year and get a chance to be there. Uh, Frank Gore and Tylen Knight. Um, so there's uh, plenty of uh, uh, competition for this award. There are five people that were uh, last year's nominees that are returning uh, to competition this year. doesn't necessarily mean they'll be your school's nominee, but uh, they were there last year. Uh, JSU's quarterback, Shadur Sanders, uh, Mississippi State's quarterback, Will Rogers, uh, the running back from Mississippi Valley, Caleb Johnson, uh, Malik Shorts, who we mentioned, and Millsaps wideout, Moise Tezzo, uh, are the uh, returning uh, people that were nominees one year ago. We're talking to Bill Blackwell of the Mississippi Sports Hall of Fame, talking about the Connerly Trophy. And Kelly Sander, I know I was looking through this. Three of the four Southern Miss winners played in the NFL. Two of my teammates, Rod Davis and and Michael Boley, and then of course, uh, of course, Austin Davis. But uh, but Kelly, you know, a guy like Malik Shorts. I mean, I think among any school in Mississippi, like fourth or third highest. Uh, but but uh, you know, a guy maybe like Dalen Gill, or as Mr. Blackwell mentioned, Brownlee could you know with with a good quarterback play could go over a thousand yards this year, Kelly. Well, one of the things that's going to help Southern Miss. I think it's generally uh, generally thought is that because the receiver position is deeper, that they're not going to be able to. And and Frank Gorian as much told us last week in our interview that they're not going to be able to double Brownlee, double team Brownlee like they have in the past. Which you know in one on one situations he's such a good athlete and long. You know he'll be able to take advantage of those. Bill, I want to ask you this question: If in in your elevator talk with somebody, uh, if they go, boy, I didn't know that that. I didn't know that so-and-so even was from Mississippi, let alone was in the <laughs> Hall of Fame, right? You've been listening in on my conversations. <laughs> no, but but who's, who's the person that you go, if somebody says, well, who is somebody that I might not even know was in the Hall of Fame who's from Mississippi? Who are some of the names that you would mention? There are a lot of those, whether it's uh, uh, Sammy Winder, uh, whether it's uh, uh, you know, Jerry Rice, Brett Favre, uh, uh, you know, Eli, well, Eli's not in yet, but uh, uh, would assume that he would be, uh, uh, as soon as he's eligible, would be uh, one that they would consider. Uh, there's just a lot of them. Uh, Vinegar Ben Mizell, uh, Don Blassingame, uh just a, a lot of players that uh, in every sport, uh, track and field. Uh, uh, Ralph, Ralph boxing, Boston. Whether it's, Ralph Boston from Laurel, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, definitely. So that, that's, yeah, because some people go, I didn't even know that that person was from Mississippi, you know, let alone in, in the Hall of Fame. And I'm guessing, like everything else, it's the older athletes who who kind of go unnoticed now more than the contemporary athletes that people are uh, that are in the headlines more today. Well, it, it's generally, I guess that's true. But uh, uh, when we do school uh, field trips and that kind of thing, it's amazing 
the number of people that don't know who Lance Allworth or even Walter Payton or Jerry Rice uh, were. They may know Jerry Rice from Dancing with the Stars or commercials, but, uh, uh, you know, the younger generations haven't seen them play. So uh, it's an educational uh, uh, experience for some of them when they come in as we tell them about yeah. uh uh, the world-class athletes that this small state has produced. Now, see, that's that's why that's why I think that we need to bring paddling back in schools. As if they don't, <laughs> if they don't know who Brett Favre and Jerry Rice are, for heaven's sakes! Instead, yeah. just bring back sports history as a course in school. I take that? it. I would absolutely take it, Mr. Blackwell. What is what's kind of the timeline for you know the watch list being released and then. Throughout the season, how does the uh, the Connerly selection process go? Well, uh, again, the schools uh, at the end of uh, uh, the middle of November will contact all the uh, uh, coaches and uh, athletic directors and ask them, uh, you know, who they want to name as their candidate for this. Uh, when we get all of the nominees, then we send it out to. Uh, uh, sports and media people throughout the state that uh, uh, have covered football and uh, get their input, and they actually select the winner that is announced on the night of the trophy, which uh, uh, this year is the Tuesday following Thanksgiving, the 29th of November. And when they make that announcement, Will Smith will go up and slap whoever? No, no? not at all. <laughs> okay. All right. about, about 40 seconds left. Thankfully, Mr. we haven't had that. <laughs> yeah, thankfully so. About 40 seconds left. Uh, just get your comments on, on Corky Palmer, who's obviously a member of the Hall of Fame. And, man, what a great life, and we miss him already. Yeah, he uh, uh, had a really tough time the last couple of years since uh, suffering a stroke. And, uh, uh, you know, we were very sorry to – to see him go, I uh, had such a great career and uh, great reputation, and so many stories about uh, about him, both as a player and as a coach. Absolutely, well, the Mississippi Sports Hall of Fame is is uh, for men just like Corky Palmer, Mr. Blackwell. Thanks for your time today. Maybe we'll see some black and gold holding that that Connerly High at the end of the year. Thank you, sir. There you go. Thank you very much. It's Bill Blackwell from the Mississippi Sports Hall of Fame. Malik Shorts, the nominee last year, but Golden Eagles got a possibility to maybe get some offensive guys involved too. Hey, don't go anywhere. When we come back, Nathan Lee's going to tell you how you can possibly win some football tickets. Going to talk a little bit more about the, uh, the Liberty game coming up this Saturday. Eagle Hour continues on a Monday. Southern Miss to the top. Fourth Street Barn Grill brings you the third segment of the Eagle Hour. They're all about Southern Miss football. They had chicken Alfredo, mixed vegetables, and a drink, and it was only nine ninety five today. And we're going to be there Friday, right, Luke? Are Are you going to be there Friday? Oh, you're not going to be there. 
Yeah, I'll be there Friday. Yeah, well, of course I'm going to be there. Are you I'll kidding? Be there. Yeah. Pickums. Pickums back this week yeah. too. So uh, that that will be fun. We're also Wednesday going to be at Mobe Beignet. Special two hours of Eagle Hour. Some great guests. Christian Ostrander, Reggie Collier, the perfect 10, will be there. Lee Roberts um, will be there too, as well as athletic director Jeremy McLean. You should come by and get um, some, some famous beignets, good beignets. With buttercream or cinnamon, it's at Mobe Beignet. It's going to be Wednesday. You notice that all the guests are showing up? We don't have any phone guests on Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're going to be like, at Mobe we'll be Beignets? Yeah, we'll be there. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm just going to happen to be in the neighborhood. We're going to set a robot up at the board in Hattiesburg so that everybody can uh, can eat beignets. All right. Um, kind of you know tra- transitioning out of that um out of that conversation jackson state will be interesting this year with shadur sanders you know growing up a, a little more but but kelly kind of a old school football connection uh, with with some teams that you pulled for going to be uh, with jackson state this year yeah the former defensive coordinator for the cincinnati bengals and then he was hired as the head coach of the minnesota vikings let go after last year mike zimmer who also was a was a coach with the Dallas Cowboys before he went to Cincinnati. Mike Zimmer has been hired by Deion Sanders to be a, air quotes, defensive consultant uh, to Jackson State. Now, another brilliant move by Deion in the sense that I think it's every football player's dream at the, when they're playing college football to play in the league, right? Well, you got Deion Sanders who played in the league. You got Mike Zimmer who coached in the league. So if you're a player, these are two guys that know what it takes to get to the league. So what a way to be able to recruit prospective NFL players and say, hey, we got Mike Zimmer on board. Interesting, too. His nephew, Andrew Zimmer, is listed on the uh, JSU coaches um website also as an analyst and so that might, and that might be, yeah that might have been part of the deal you know because mike zimmer certainly doesn't need, none of those guys really need the money they just want to you know stay involved and here's a chance for him to be able to to work with his son but uh one of the things that Deion sanders said he wanted to do was to put the spotlight on hbcus the historically black you know college and universities and he certainly has done that and now mike zimmer coming on board Heavens to Betsy, which is yeah. a phrase you don't hear much <laughs> anymore. The, uh, 1920 call. They want their yeah. saying back. Yeah. Be interesting to see what uh, what the Tigers do this year. All right. Intern Nathan Lee, a Southern Miss senior. And uh, you got news about how uh, our listeners can win tickets to see Southern Miss play football this year. Nathan, what you got? Yeah, Eagle fans, this is your last opportunity because this drawing is on Wednesday and the other one is going to be on Friday. So you better do it today or tomorrow so that you have a chance, y'all. I'll tell you what y'all have to do. You need to go to the Super Talk Eagle Hour Facebook page and follow it. You need to like the video where uh, I have all this information out about and then go and comment three of your friends in that comment section. And that is how you have a chance to win two season tickets for Southern Miss football. Yeah, not just an individual game. Mm -mm. These are season tickets. Yep. Good stuff. I'm looking at this post right now. Kelly, you'll be happy to know Nathan was wearing a Southern Miss shirt, not a Pearl River Community College shirt when he made the video. Yeah, but there was another picture where I had a Southern Miss shirt on and Bob or nobody else had one on. So, you know, it all kind of comes out in the wash. And apparently. That was for a TV commercial. Oh. Okay, I'll give you that one. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, all right, Nathan, I'm looking at it now. So people go to the Super Talk Eagle Hour uh, Facebook page, and people are doing it. So uh, they, they have to like the page. They have to list three friends in the comments. I'm looking at several well, people. I'm already out. 
because I don't. Yep. I don't. Have. You don't have three friends. <laughs> yeah, that was my favorite. The top comment said, "I'm surprised you have three friends." <laughs> yeah. And so we're drawing at Mobay Beignet Friday for one set of season tickets, and then we're going to draw at our remote at Fourth Street on uh, Friday. Yeah. Right. That's Wednesday and Friday. Wednesday yeah. and Friday. Yes. Yep. Okay. Awesome. Good deal. Appreciate that. And uh, hey, you, you can come by and, uh, and shake Nathan's hand. He he's our intern, and uh, we really hadn't Senator, We really hadn't made him do that much. He was he was my sideline reporter Friday night, and he did a great job. But uh, he needs to earn his keep. Look, we were sure. we were in Daytona <laughs> keeping track of that uh, of that West Jones Madison Central. And I know this is Southern Miss show, right? I won't, but is is. Madison Central that good? West Jones that weak, or a combination of the two this year? I mean, I it was, was kind of a con- well. Within twenty four hours, you basically have to go play a home game on the road, and I mean, Madison's the defending state champs uh, for sure. West Jones uh, lost their their best wide receiver, who's a Southern Miss commit, Matthew Nixon, to a torn ACL, ah. and yeah, Madison Central just looked really, really good. There was a couple plays in the first half that would have gone a little differently. It it wouldn't have been a West Jones win, but it would have been a lot closer. But it was cool to see on the Madison Central side, Isaiah Spencer, a wide receiver, who's a Southern Miss commit, he caught a touchdown and made some really good plays. So that that's going to be coming to Hattiesburg. All right, go back and and kind of you you were doing it in uh, in off air, kind of go in about the the. You know some of the odds with Charlie Brewer being named um, the, the starting quarterback for Liberty, and, and Michael was agreeing with you during the break. Well, I, here, here's what I think. All right, and again, what I think in a dollar will get you a cup of coffee at Mobay Beignets. But any time that I have seen in my 112 years on this earth that a game that has a spread going into it and then gets pulled off the board, there is something that really unnerves the guy setting those numbers. That game came off the board about an hour after Charlie Brewer was officially named the starter at Liberty. In the past, and talking to guys who make these odds, in the past, it has not bode well for the underdog for that to happen. So if that trend continues, and if it's based on what we've been taught and told about the past, the odds makers who have this game off the board, and again, there are some betting services where you can bet the game, but many of them have pulled it off the board. It usually means that they are thinking that Liberty is going to thump Southern Miss uh, this Saturday. That's what it has meant in the past. Obviously, we hope that they're wrong. Yeah. And, and what is it about Charlie Brewer where he became this great player overnight you know, is beyond me, but um, that's usually what it means. I, I didn't even realize that he had transferred. I mean, until you know that announcement, or a little before that announcement. But I mean, I remember, you know, when when Baylor made a run a few years back with Matt Rule. I mean, that was he was you know the starting quarterback. Liberty went eight and five last year, won their first three, then went to three and one, won the next two. They were at five and one at one point, and then lost three down the stretch. The last three games, they lost to Ole Miss, Louisiana, and Army. Gave up 27, 42, and 31 points in those three games. They came back and won the Lending Tree Bowl, finished 8-5. and five. But, uh, yeah, going back to something that, that David Eckert said, it's it's not just the, the fact that you could, you know, with this game, you could get to uh, a 2-2 two and two start or even a 3-1 and one start, but it's – it is when you beat a team that, as David said, won 26 games the last three years, that kind of gets in your mind that you can beat other teams 
um, that possibly you know are, are looking past you, or at least other people are looking past you. So I think it's it's more than just a, a win loss. I think it's an opportunity to generate some energy. But to your point earlier, Sander, uh, Southern Miss fans, and, and I did this last week. I was out Thursday uh, speaking up at the Jackson, you know, Eagle Club. And I just tried to set expectations because last year our expectations were way too high. Agreed. And I mean, going in and looking at the schedule, looking at this competition, uh, six six wins is an achievement. Seven is is a great job, I believe. But but in fairness to last year, you're using your eighth string quarterback, who you know that was going to be whoever lo- whoever liked our page on Facebook. It got to that point. <laughs> to that point last year they were going to be the starter so for them to win the three games that they did you have to wonder you know if ifs and buts were candy and that's every day be christmas but if trey Lowe could stay healthy last year you know what southern miss would have been able to do um but when you and david were talking early in the first segment and me and the super intern uh over here were both i think tulane is more gettable realistically i think the tulane game is more of a, even though it's on the road and Mark my words, there will be more Southern Miss fans at that game. Yeah. <laughs> Michael, everybody's <laughs> nodding. Yeah, we agree. Uh, then there will be Tulane fans. I think that one is more gettable. So if you get this one this Saturday, not only does it begin that snowball of momentum, uh, but you're looking at a three and one start. And, yeah. you know, confidence breeds competence. So you win three out of those first four, there's no telling how many they can we'll, win. Will be will be interesting to see. And again, I think one of the dynamics in this game is is Sam Gregg, um, and not just from a knowledge standpoint, but I mean it's his it's his position. That that's the one that the Eagles got to set up. About thirty seconds left in this segment. Super intern Nathan Lee, remind our listeners again how they can win season tickets for Southern Miss football. Yes, go to that uh, Eagle Hour uh, Facebook page. Follow us. Like that video that I was in and go comment three of your friends in the comment session. It's on Wednesday and Friday is when we give these giveaways away, y'all. And, and see, he just he just did it again. We're not at Ole Miss, Nathan. Mm. So we don't say y'all. Oh, I'm sorry. You said it in the first segment. That's all I say I, is y'all. You did. No, I did it not. It stood out because you don't need, you and I Why do does not Ole need Miss, to be saying y'all. <laughs> Why does Ole Miss have a, a monopoly on y'all? Yeah, True. yeah. You'd I would think, think they Southern would be would. like all you peoples out there with Sperry's and Polo's on. <laughs> yeah, but now, the, the Midwest kids like Kelly and I don't need it. We just, it doesn't work. Don't say y'all. Yeah, no. y'all. <laughs> like it. All right. We're going to take a break, y'all. We'll be back. Ouch. Wrap up the Eagle Hour. My arm. Tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Final segment of the day brought to you by D-Bat and D1 Training. On Hardy Street in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Batting cages, lessons, pro shops, pro shop memberships. It's all there at dbathattiesburg.com. And uh, always something going on. Camps, clinics. Good stuff down there. Eight batting cages, 70-yard indoor training facility, D-bat and D1. Luke Johnson, Kelly Sanders stepping out for this segment. 
Michael Mergens producing at the Southern Bank or Studio in Hattiesburg. I'm in Laurel. Michael, um, yeah, I was <laughs> I was looking at all this DBAT stuff. Is like, I bet there's some local football teams that that possibly uh, would take DBAT up on and D1 training up on on that indoor occasionally, especially lately. And people who maybe want to mow their lawn and can't because their mower's sinking in the ground. Anything indoor would be great. Absolutely. Friday, uh, we were up at Madison Central, and they were actually, I, th- I think it was Nathan. Nathan Lee was talking to a Cooper Pope, supervising principal at West Jones, and they said they knew they needed to move the game when they tried to uh, to use the paint machine, and it was spraying up water <laughs> rather than paint. But, it is uh, unprecedented. And last year seemed unprecedented. And it was really bad last year, but this is already trumped that by I don't know how much. It's it's crazy. Hopefully, it, it stays a, somewhat dry this week, and it's supposed yeah, to. Absolutely. Of course, uh, Saturday night at, at 6 p.m. A couple news and notes. Southern Miss Soccer was scheduled to take on Mississippi Valley State uh, over the weekend, but that game was canceled due to COVID-19 uh, protocols on Valley's side. So uh, no one on, on Southern Miss uh, sick or, or having to employ those protocols. That was on the, the Valley side. So that game's canceled. Lady Eagles look to get their first uh, regular season win of the year as they take on LSU. LSU's coming to town on Sunday at 1 p.m. at the Southern Miss Sports Complex. Lady Eagles practice this weekend and then host LSU. Hey, Jenny Hazelwood, we told you Friday going off air, Jenny Hazelwood got her first win uh, as a, as the new Southern Miss women's volleyball coach. They defeated UTSA over in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Friday afternoon, they defeated McNeese, and then a Saturday took it to the Alabama Crimson Tide down to uh, down to the the very last. Lost that match three to one, uh, but lost a uh, a set twenty seven to twenty five, and the concluding set, Lady Eagles only lost by three points. So so Jenny Hazelwood excited to see uh, her Lady Eagles uh, start really well. They're two and one right now. Uh, practice this week, and they'll head to Macon, Georgia, later this week to take on Mercer. On Friday, Charleston Southern and Queens on Saturday. Um, thinking through uh, a little earlier when we were talking to Bill Blackwell and, and the Connerly Trophy, in case you were wondering, Southern Miss has not won that award since 2011. Austin Davis won it in 2011. Damian Fletcher in 2007. Michael Boley in 2004 and Rod Davis uh, in 2002 and it's really been I guess Ole Miss and Mississippi State uh, since Austin won it back in 2011 but as uh, as Bill Blackwell mentioned um, ev- now uh, basically every school in, in Mississippi gets a nominee last year Ole Miss Bellhaven Valley Mississippi College Mississippi State Jackson State Alcorn Del- Delta State Millsaps and Southern Miss all had uh, nominees um, for that uh, Sunbelt this week how nice it is to be able to click not on the Conference USA tab on ESPN.com, but the Sunbelt tab. Uh, this coming week, Virginia Tech goes to Old Dominion on Friday at 6 p.m. and then Saturday, North Carolina in Boone taking on App State. Norfolk State at Marshall, Troy in Oxford against Ole Miss. Nichols at South Alabama. Texas State goes out west to take on Nevada. Morgan State's at Georgia Southern. Conference USA, Sunbelt matchup. Middle Tennessee at James Madison. Army at Coastal Carolina. Southeastern Louisiana at Lafayette. Grambling at Arkansas State. Georgia State at South Carolina. ULM at Texas. Then, of course, 6 p.m. Liberty at um, Southern Miss. 
Bob's out today, and uh, Kelly slipped out as well. If you have not heard, uh, one of our former colleagues here at Super Talk Mississippi, Todd Elsey, passed away uh, last week, and his funeral um, is going to start in Hattiesburg in just a few moments. And he was a good friend, and many people out there, uh, of course, you you saw him maybe at remotes or or maybe um, you know at, at Super Talk events before Southern Miss games, and we extend our sympathies to his. His family, his wife, and his kids, his entire family, and uh, and we'll miss Todd Elsey. So uh, just pray for his family as they uh, as they walk through this as the funeral will begin in just a few minutes in in Hattiesburg. All right, Michael. Um, I don't know uh, what what you've been playing all day, but I just again wanted to appreciate this uh, this music because was, was Santa moving down there, especially the, the the one you took us commercial to in the third segment. It was kind of groovy. And I have nothing to do with that. It just happens to be what's coming up. It's on what we call in Radioland a rotation. And, yeah, it's it's pretty good for a Monday. I don't know how it worked out, but apparently the computer's kind of over the uh, mundane Monday stuff, and let's bring it up a little bit. Back in the day, though, you, you were the rotation, correct? I was. Yeah, I, I'd make those decisions, but I don't need to be making those decisions. I've reached that age. If we want listeners, I don't need to be making those decisions. Nobody nobody thinks you're old. Eh. Does Piper think you're old? Yep. Yep. I'm she ancient. Does. I'm like, she thinks I'm like seven or eight, so I'm old to her. Good stuff. Uh, great shows this week. Working to get somebody from Liberty University on uh, to give us uh, the Flames, uh, preview of the Flames uh, for this week. Mobe Beignet, two-hour show on Wednesday, and then 4th Street on Friday. It's game week. You made it. To get to watch the Eagles play football this week. Have a great Monday, and as always, Southern Miss to the top. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.